Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris. And today, this is going to be the first episode of yeah, the first episode in the series Becoming. And if you don't know, Becoming is a series where I'm going to be inviting different guests to come and basically share their journey so far in the different spaces that they find themselves in. And on today's episode, we have a special guest with us, Machi of Lagos. She's a realtor, she's a podcaster, she's also the head of sales, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, head of sales <laughs> <laughs> at Dukia. If you don't know Dukia, Dukia is a real estate um, company here on the island. So, yeah, I know this episode is going to be very good because she has a lot of things to tell us. I know there's, there's going to be a lot of value that you get from this episode. Please sit back relax try to um be in a very quiet environment and i hope you enjoy this episode so yeah machi what's good can you introduce yourself to my audience <laughs> <laughs> so hi hi bobby hi bobby's audience <laughs> my name is machi but i kind of like to be called machi of lagos and a whole lot of people know me as machi of lagos and I'm so happy to be here. I think this is my first feature on a podcast. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 just to remind people on, on how we met. I think we met in um, the event that Ty and I not did. Yeah. We were literally sitting at my back. Yeah. Apparently, what I even you know got your attention was, um, I think I was asking questions about. You asked people to bring you up any questions that you have. Yeah. And someone stood up at my back. I was like, Oh, I'm a podcast. I want to start YouTube. <laughs> and I turned back and I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I, th- I thought I was the only podcast that day. <laughs> so, we like, okay, who's this? Yeah, yeah, like because at that point, I didn't, I didn't expect any podcast actually because yeah. I felt it's more people that want to go into video. Ooh. So when I turned back and I saw, oh, there's a podcaster here. I'm like, okay. I'm still talking that day, but yeah. we didn't even talk for long. Yeah, we did. But I knew we we're going to work yeah. together, collaborate, and work on some things. And. Also, on this particular series, mm-hmm. when I would listen, because you have a very, very um, crazy story. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I said I was going to tell you so that maybe you should think of starting a series, like an actual, maybe later on in life, yeah. an actual video series, a girl mm-hmm. called Match. Exactly. Actually, like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a very, going to be very, very interesting it's because you have dream. a lot of stories. Yeah. And when I listen to your, your podcast, and I listen to every episode on one Saturday, I was just listening to it and uh, it's something that so like i've literally seen a fan <laughs> yeah definitely I'm at a fan. because the way your episodes are when you listen to the first one you yeah. want to know what happened next exactly. and thank god that i was not listening to you when you just started releasing the episode because i wanted to wait i can't yeah, i don't think it, i want okay, to be waiting yeah, i think that's that's it yeah but, people are waiting for it to finish to yeah to finish first and you actually knew how to you know give that story that's the point where you you don't give the whole like just like 10 minutes and stop <laughs> I wish I were able to, you know, yeah, you actually made it like an actual series. Exactly. It was actually very nice. And, you know, when I was listening to it, I knew you were going to be part of the people I was going to bring on. Literally, it was on this phone. I was thinking about the questions to ask. And like, when I was, as I was listening, the questions were coming up in my head. And I was writing them here because I don't think, I don't know my, where my phone was, but I was writing them on this other one, trying to, because I, I was, I was really intrigued with your story. And I wanted to come and share with my audience today before we even dive into the questions. So, like, you are into real estate now, but before you became Machi of Lagos, you were just Machi. I was just Machi. So, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to know, like, what was the story behind becoming Machi of Lagos? Take us back. Let us know 
like what life was for you because I know you have a very very crazy story and I think everybody would like to hear your story I mean if I start talking about my story I might just go on and on and on so when I start let me know when I need to stop oh there's no problem <laughs> there's enough time let me know because I mean I don't mean that I can exhaust my story on this podcast yeah, yeah. so uh, basically I it started from when uh, where do I even start? Well, let me start from dropping out from school. Yeah. I think that's where this whole thing started. So I, I used to attend the University of Namdiazikiri, University, right, at Oka. I was studying architecture. Architecture was not my dream course to study. You know, yeah. but my brother just has a way of imposing things on people. Yeah. But and then I won't blame him. He just thought it was a good course, a course where I would thrive as a woman if I if I studied and knew it well. You know, because there are no much female architects, so he was like, okay, I should do it. And since, I, since my dad is late, and it's just my mom, who at that time had health issues and could not work for money, my, my brother was the one that was supposed to sponsor me in school. He was carrying everything on his head, you know, I was a lot. So when I got into school, he, to study the course that I really hated. <laughs> But I just wanted to do it because, you know, I'm seeing my brother struggle. I just want to make him happy. And I want to get a degree. Mm. I mean, that's what we're all doing in Nigeria. Get yeah. a degree and go and do what you like. Yeah. So I just wanted to get that degree. But I got to school and that was where I found out that I'm a girl that I can't stay where I'm not happy. I can't stay where I'm not myself. Yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crazy human being. I'm vibrant. I'm energetic. I have yeah. so much energy that I can't stay on. I can't stay sad or angry. For up to 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I can't. I can't. The energy in me is too much. Like fire, I, can't, I have to let it out by yeah. laughing or shouting or doing something. So I was in this department. I wasn't myself. Yeah. Because here I had to draw draw what I don't even know. What am I drawing? What am I doing in architecture? I should be somewhere, entertainment. You know, doing what I know how to do best. Yeah. But no. So one day, is it recording? Yeah. So one day, I had to... I, I was just sweeping my room in school. I looked at, and the thought just came like, girl, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. And then at that time, my brother wasn't even having financial issues. So I was like, literally like lacking in school. I was suffering. Why should I be suffering doing a course I don't want to do? Yeah. So I stood up. That day, that Saturday, thank God I had some money in my account. I called my sister and said, I'm going to Lagos. That day, that very Saturday that I was cleaning my room, it happened like somebody was doing me somewhere. They were pressing remote somewhere. I dropped the broom. I finished cleaning the room, dropped the broom. Called my sister. I said, I'm going to Lagos. She now said, going to Lagos? I don't understand. Who do you know in Lagos? Who do you have? I said, I don't know. But I hear that that's a city of opportunities, yeah. right? Let me just go. He said, let's get your mad. So you think you just enter Lagos? How will you, where will you stay? I said, I have some money. I think I can stay in a hotel for like a day or two. A night or two. She was like, uh-huh, then... <laughs> And I said, okay, say you have a friend that is a copper day, maybe I can hook up, with stay, with, stay with her. She was like, okay. She said, copper, you're not supposed to be bringing somebody to go and, you know, give, give be an extra burden to her, but let me just talk to her. So that's how I got to Lagos. I left school the next day, yeah. the Sunday. Left school, told my roommate to sell off my stuff and be sending me the money as she sells them off. And so you didn't tell your mom? I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my brother for like one year plus that still thought I was in school. Serious? Yes. <laughs> for like one year plus in this Lagos, my mom and my brother thought I was in school. 
all I need was that for every holiday in school, I have to travel home because it'll be questionable that why are you not home? I say it's the holiday period. So for every holiday in school, I have to travel back home so that they will not notice that I'm mm. not in school. Till I find the courage to tell so, them yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And I came to Lagos and the suffering started. It wasn't like what I thought. I don't even know. You know, when you just stand up and do something, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Like, really think about it, think it through. But then I was already in Lagos and I was already in Lagos. I couldn't leave. I can't just go back. Go back to where? To which school? You sold everything and then num number two, my brother was not really, even though he was angry that I left, but he doesn't want to accept that, oh, it's the fact that I couldn't help you that you left. Yeah. But I saw that he was struggling, even though he wasn't telling me. He was really, he was like dying. My sister was in school, 300 level. The money, money, money every time. Then me too, and I was he was, in school. He was also taking care of her too. He was taking care of my mom, he was taking care of himself, his own wife, his own kid. It was a lot for him. Yeah. And I didn't want, I, calling him every time, boss, I need some money. You literally hear, oh, he was like dying. So I want to save him that stress. And number two, why kill my brother over a course I know? I will not even, you know. And you don't enjoy doing it. Exactly. So you might not even have the best grades to be able to. Even number one, number two, even if I do, I will not even do this course. I'm not sure I'm going to practice architecture. Yeah. So why waste my brother's money? And then I just had to leave. And when I left, I came to Lagos. I started staying with that person, my sister gave my dad, her copper friend. I I was with her for a while, and I think the burden of having me for a while, she couldn't take it anymore. And then, because she too, she was struggling. And then one day, and I couldn't get a job for like three to four months. Whose job? What do you have? SSE. I know Lagos now. Ah, you need to have a lot of certification before they will even give you a chance. Yeah. Number two, you need to have experience. I had none. So I was going for PA job, I wanted to be PA to this, intern, all of that, but yet I wasn't really getting anything. And for like three months, carrying me on her shoulders, I think she was tired, you know, I wouldn't blame her. So she told me to leave. So where was I supposed to leave to? With, with my one bag. <laughs> yeah, I must go. <laughs> I listened to that part of the story into your podcast. Oh that's very ah, crazy. Because I had a lot of stuff, so I had to eat. Only a grandma must go could contain it. I didn't want to carry four bags. Yeah. So, you know, I just carried that one big bag in school. Yeah. And packed everything, put inside my certificate, my everything that I have in this life was inside there. Pictures of my family in case I miss them so much. <laughs> it was inside there. So, that one grandma must go. I was like, where would I go? Where exactly? Should I go? Where am I? No, no, but I don't know. Oh, you need to think this through. Where are you going to? <laughs> <laughs> and it's Lagos for that matter. Like, it's so difficult. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't even start from. Lagos now. What to, if, if I say, I'll, I'll leave Lagos now. I'll go back, go back to what? Because I had left school. I had left school for a while. I, I so like, they, they had even written exams. What would I do? The things they sold. How would I get back? How would I start again? Yeah. And number two, going back is not an option. Because that's me going back to the sad life. Yeah. And already you've missed school for like a year, I so school, like so as if you've you're just something. Like that, that time it was just yeah, it was about, about six to something months. I had missed school, so where am I going to? That was when I had one question to tell my mother. My mother first, because my mother is more understanding. My brother is like, oh, he's fire. He shouts at you. <laughs> <laughs> you almost pee. So but where was your brother staying at this time? My brother, my brother used to work in Lagos. He, okay. He was in this. He was in this Lagos. Why need, okay, why need to go to his own place? What did you get? No, I can't. Okay, so because you didn't, a, you didn't want to. My brother is a customer him. officer. Apart from like a customer officer. 
and he lives in their quarters. You are not allowed to bring any family member. Alright. Do you understand? It's against their rule. Okay. And number two, how will I? How do you want me to tell my brother I'm in this Lagos? Don't do it. So he was in Festac, and that, as at that time I was living at um, the boundary between Ogun State and Bega. That's I was living somewhere around Ogun State and Bega. Yeah. Yeah. Some places that was where I was living. So no, it's even far from where my brother is. Like way, yeah, way, 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 way far, far from where he he is. I was now. I called my mom. I told my mom she was like, Ah, you left school. I explained to her, she said, it's true anyway. I see your brother, he's literally dying. He's literally giving up. So where are you now? I told my mom, I'm in Lagos. Lagos? Doing what? With who? Hey, what? Hey, hey. And at that point, I just knew, girl, there's no going back. You can't go back. Go back to your mom. To feed her. Because it's that same your brother. And if you go back to your mom, you're not going to add body again on her. Exactly. She's not really well and all of that. I will not be, I will not be making her feel somehow that oh she has to work to support, you know. And we didn't want all of that because of her health. Yeah. So I stayed back in Lagos. My sister put a coma. My sister was crying. She didn't know where to. She felt like oh now she's a part of this too because she knew knew about it. She's my partner in crime now. <laughs> and then now she has to, she has the responsibility of making sure I'm okay. Yeah. And she was in school too, trying to figure out the year, going to final year, stress and all of that. So. I was right there with my bag sitting outside the girl's house. I had nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Literally nowhere to go. And I started crying. It was when I realized, girl, you're a dipshit. Put yourself in dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are you the last child? I'm the last child. Oh. So imagine the last child in Lagos doing what? Alone to the, everybody's bothered. Everybody's How old was I? I think I was 20, 21. I was 20 or so. Yeah. Well, I, mean, yeah, 20, I was 20 years old or so. Luckily, my sister called somebody that called somebody that called somebody that called somebody. No, imagine the long chain and someone's uncle, someone's friend. He has the, the dad had an old house somewhere at Yanopaja. Mm. Old house, the dad had died, the mom had died, they're often so they are scattered around the world. I know he's in the house. It's just that little, little rents come out from there. It was yeah. a very ghetto area <laughs> you know face me and face yeah. where everybody uses one toilet and one bathroom wow. that's the type of house so the house forgot him so the daddy's side before the daddy died the daddy had his own room as the landlord yeah. in the house but the daddy had died okay. and everything so he said okay then if i can i'm not so much of a big girl that i could that go manage it. there that is comfortable there's kitchen stuff there since the father died they've not really opened the house for like over one year. Yeah. So the gas and everything there must be dirty and all of that. But if I can clean up, there was foam and everything. I was like, ah, sir, please, I will take it. Yeah. I didn't realize how far Yanopaja was. I was new in Lagos. I didn't know anywhere. I didn't realize how far Yanopaja was from that place. It was, it was like another different world. If you've gone to Lasso area, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, Lasso area. Yes, Lasso wow. now. Where I stayed to Lasso is just 15 era. Keke and Feb. Hold on, John. That's a lot. That's fast. So and I'm coming from a satellite, so I can't tell. Do you understand? It's so far. Like, where am I going to? How do I get the, like the area? Is that's just... like going from the end of Lagos to that end of Lagos. Trace the area. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. Because that's the other end of Lagos. Exactly. So now this was my life literally fading away. I was like, what? When I got to the place, I was like, "Much I going to stay here?" I was determined to see what Lagos has for me. 
couldn't give up. I used to read books a lot. And I, I used to always console myself with the fact that if all the people that are successful in this life had a story to tell, well, maybe this is my own, the beginning of my own story. I just said, you have to be strong to follow through this process and see what comes out of it. But, but aside your aside aside your parents, aside your mom, mm. your sister, yeah. do you have like friends at that point in time that you know you could call? Do you have your phone at that point in time? Bobby, <laughs> very important question. I was supposed to ask you. You don't ask me if I need a phone. Like, do you have your phone at that point in time to to even make calls and all this? Wow. From school, I came one technique phone that my brother had used, I used, I used. So he sent for me. So I was really tired of the phone. I got to Lagos the very day I landed in Lagos. I landed late, around like to ten. Somehow the bus I entered had issues. To ten, I come into a new city at that time of the night. Yeah. And I had heard the stories about Lagos how bus will not stop for you to come down, so you have to fly out of the bus. <laughs> all of that, so all of that, I was not ready. When I was going to my, getting to my junction, as the girl told me, say hold your bag very well, oh. don't pass, oh. Hold it very well. Just be calling the bus stop like ten times. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that. I didn't know that I dropped my phone on the wow. on the who does chair. that? I'm so careless, my God. On the chair so that I could hold your Can I must go well and calm down? I mean I I got that the I know you wait for like one, one second. Was, I got really nice. The boss moved. So you can't even, I don't even want to go to the story of how I even located her because that was the line she was calling. I don't want to even go through that. <laughs> Let's not even do that. I don't wow. want to go to that. The God that blessed me was that she had already described the house yeah. to me. She was like, when you just stop there, you the first estate by your right, my place is not far from there. So that was the only thing I carried. So let's not even go to that one. So I didn't have one again. Wow. What she did was she gave me her small Nokia torch. I bought another SIM and put it inside. So it was that Nokia torch. That small leaf phone that had no internet whatsoever. Yeah, obviously. That's just got an answer. What, what, what year was this? This was four years ago. Uh, yeah? Yeah, three to four years ago. This was just three to four years ago. 2019, 20, 2018, I okay. think, yeah. And my life started. No friend in Lagos. It was just that, that person I used to stay with. And my brother that I don't even want to know that I'm in Lagos. So the two humans I knew in this entire Lagos. I had no friend in Lagos. I couldn't think of any friend that maybe I had met before that says, no, I had no. All my life has been in Calabar where I was born and brought up and then Oka where I schooled for like a few years and a boy state where I'm from. So those are where all my friends are. And the process, the journey began. I moved from one place to another looking for a job. At that Yanokwaja place I used to stay, at that ghetto. I didn't get anything. Oh. Sometimes the um, the job I got that time was sales girl, ten thousand naira a month, and then transfer to the place a month is like five k. So, so literally the money you have left is five thousand naira. Ah, I mean I was ready. I just wanted to work. At least getting something. Before I even got there, the the next day after the interview, they say I would come home for first day of work. I went on my first day happy, happy that I had a job, something to do. I said I should go there. His junior sister just came back, so they're going to employ somebody when his junior sister. Wow. Bobby, you don't want to know God was my last card. At that point, my money had finished. I had just 150 naira left of everything. 
my sister was sneaking out some of her money from school to give to me and it wasn't good anymore because she needed more money. So she couldn't give me money anymore. I just went out to her. I remember trekking that day and I was crying on the road. I was asking God, who even asked, who even sent me? Like who sent you, Machi? Why are you even suffering yourself? But then I also asked again, which one is not the suffer? Like which side is better? <laughs> it's not better I'm here looking, knowing that okay, there's a future for me that I stay in a school that one day my brother might never want to pick my call again because he's almost he's dying. Gone. He's he's gone. I don't want to kill my only brother. I, and and I kept moving from job to job, looking for place from place to place. So I finally ended up as a teacher in a nursery school. An old rickety nursery school where the school was just a school for the masses, the ones who cannot really afford the big school. So that school was just an old man who was trying to help them. I was a volunteer teacher, but uh, as a volunteer, the man was just paying me. I, I like to call it volunteer teacher because that <laughs> was not pay, it's just stipends. Thank you for coming to teach these children. Same 10,000 naira a month. And I was teaching like, <clears throat> I was teaching like six classes. I was teaching from nursery one to primary four a day, each like about three, three subje subjects. How were you able to handle that period? Like, with the house you were living in, was there always lights? Like, how was the life like in that ghetto that you're living at? Was there always light, water? What was the struggle like in that kind of place? <laughs> These questions they're asking me just bringing in a lot. Like, I'm just, I'm realizing now again that I've really come a long way. It's really been a long journey. Yeah. Which lights? <laughs> because you know you you know because I'm, I'm like okay you've been a teacher meaning that you have to be always be praying because i'm very sure you've not done that before you have to be praying your notes uh -huh. so like i was wondering like how are you able to do that at home and if there's no lights or water like so there was this baby salad by the side of my yeah. house you know always now he won his small gym when they give this give us like like once in three days and then now once in three days yeah, like 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> like 30 minutes, they do not stay. Now give me like 30 minutes again the night before you sleep. Or maybe the midnight when you're already asleep. So just keep the lights. Just before you see light in that place, like, thank you, Jesus. Oh. No light. Then that when, after that 30 minutes, something you are doing. Till the next three days again. Before you see it again. You'll be lucky to see. So like light was not was not it. It was I don't nothing like light there. At that time, my sister had sent me her old phone. So I now had a phone. A phone. Yeah, there was this techno tab. Techno tab that I used to ring that time. Yeah, I tapped it. Boom. Mm -hmm. She sent it to me. The phone was not so good. The battery, the battery was so bad. It's the one you, you have to be plugging it to be using it. So yeah. Because the battery was not so strong. And then for a place like that when there's no light, it's as good as not having a phone because that phone was almost always off. But for the little time it was charged, I was using the phone wisely. So I would go to that barber salon, sit there to do all my work, plug the phone to do all my work. I became friends with the barber. You know, he would always even keep a, a space for me. Any day he doesn't see me, ha. You said somebody's come and knock on my door if I'm okay. <laughs> that was how frequent I was at that place. We became good friends. You know, he was so fond of me. He said, oh, I'm coming, Machi. I'm coming, Machi, my babe. Then she can't charge her phone. He said, I don't want Jen. Help me call my call her. You, you know, yeah, he was always looking out for me. Help me call her. Then she can't charge her earphone before I go off. You know, they'll, they'll call me, somebody will come, a little boy will come and call me. I'll go stay there, work, do my notes, 
put it all there, stay there, write out what I want to teach the next day. And to be honest, all this while I was just happy. There was never a day I was just, I was not a sad person, you know. I thought that this situation would just make me sad, always looking pitiful, but I was happy. What, what made you have that kind of mindset of, you know, what made you happy during that whole thing? You know what I said, that I'm, I have so much energy that I can't yeah. stay. I don't know, I think it's so the way that God... So you're just a personality, basically. Yeah, I think it's the way that God made me. I'm always very excited. So little things just make me laugh. Oh, and then I'll laugh for like... <laughs> for like, you start asking, is it this little thing that's making you laugh? Yeah. Like so that's how I am. And I think that's what really helps me. Because imagine that I was just somebody that could swing into moods like that. I would have been... I think I would have fallen into depression. Because it was really easy to... I had no yeah. friend. I didn't know anybody. And the area was so rough. So I don't like going out so much because... You know, people around there saw me as the tush girl. You know, when you. <laughs> I was tush. To them, I was and posh. Maybe there might, there might be some kind of security yeah, interest. Like, and to them, that. I was posh. So, whenever I come out, eyes on me. You know, and, and I love skimpy stuff. All my clothes are so skimpy. <laughs> I'm not really looking at you. Oh I'm like the skimpy girl. I love short stuff, especially shorts. So, like, when I come out, hey. And then all those, you know, all those rough guys. Ah, ah, mama, how far, you know? So it was making me, I couldn't go out. Uh, yeah, I couldn't go out. And then I didn't even have money to change my wardrobe to fit the environment yeah. at that time. So I couldn't go out. Apart from school, I come back, I'm inside. Or oh, that man's place and all of that. So for the light issue, it was just that Baba that helped me. And then as I kept going as a teacher, I was using that phone. And I think that phone came at a good time. I just kept connecting with old friends. So a friend of mine who is a popular Mazi, he's a comedian on Instagram right now, he's known as Mazi. He, he, he called me, how are you? I said, fine. I said, kind of guy. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're suffering in this place. I said, yeah. I said, I need to act. I'm suffering. I don't know how to help you. I said, okay, but there's a pageant. There's a pageant, beauty contest. And the woman likes me so much. So I can beg her to give me free phone. You will not buy free form so just go at least let's just explore Lagos at least let that one just make you meet friends I think you need to have friends so instead I should just go there I was like don't go to Wino because winning is by signing up tickets and you don't have people to buy tickets but just go there to make friends at least leave that place yes just go and then this was the project was supposed to hold on the island ah and you know to a girl that had not been on the island i had never been on the island i used to hear that lekki is a posh place <laughs> i was like oh, i wish they would like go to this lekki and see how this place is i had a picture of lekki that, that looks like america in my head oh my god right now thinking about it <laughs> oh my god yeah everybody speak up to ireland yes. that time until you enter like, yeah i felt like if you enter ireland uh-uh, literally almost all your problems are gone <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that land oh is a scam. Oh my god, it's real scam because right now I'm living on the island and I want to even move to the mainland because what's this? So like, and he said, just go. I was like, okay, but I don't give you have money. If we, if you said I should go now, where's the transport I will use and go to this lucky? I, come I back. don't have money. Because if I leave now, they won't be able to pay me in the school because no one's end. Yeah. They won't be able to pay me the small money. So how will I go? How will I, where's the dinner dress I'll wear? How will I go? I don't even have. Is it gonna must go? I'll carry it to the place. How about echo? Echo? I can't go and be looking like. He said, Yes, so it's true. You can't go and as much as I want to make friends. You can't go and be looking like a beggar then. Do you understand? So he now look for ways. I think he talked to different friends. Somebody gave me 
a box another person sent me a dinner dress somebody sent me a wig people that I did not even know were contributing through that my friend mm. so he packed everything and we built it from he was at the money he sent it through bus to me mm. because and that was how I moved from that place I didn't move totally and I left to go for the pageantry to come back of course where we want to go to come back but when I went for that pageantry I didn't win but I was I became the CEO's favorite girl she just wanted to work with me. She, I, I didn't win because you know how it works. Mm. Pageantry is that ticket, ticket, ticket. Mm. So, but if it was not based on ticket, I would have took, I would have um, taken the crown. Do you understand? Mm. I've taken that crown. But you know they had to follow the process of the person that brought the highest money. Mm. So she was like, so because of the fact that I was so to her, I was entertaining. I was intelligent. I was so outspoken. She could present me somewhere to say something, and I fluently do it very well yeah. so she wanted to work with me and I think that was where my life started to take a little turn a little turn because after I left there I got a lot of connects I made friends with some very big girls with some big girls you know some rich people and all of that so I remember I met this man who wanted I don't know if I should bring this up on this podcast. You can say it actually. I, so, I met this man who wanted to, you know, make me his sugar girl, sugar baby. And like for the first time in my life, I didn't know I would ever think of something like that. You know, the, my first reaction would be, God forbid, hey, God, Holy Ghost, fire. But I have suffered in Lagos still. That, obviously, that would have been See, a... that was like a redemption, about it redemption plan. Actually. Then the man said it. You know, the, the normal me wanted to do the normal, God forbid, her. But <laughs> I think a whole part of me was like, I sure this is not my breakthrough. Mm? Oh, it is not just to sleep with this man. Okay, okay. Let me just sleep with him one time. I didn't well, get the money because I was not like recover. Big money, like 200k. To me, big money, 200k. What's 200k? We didn't even get yours on the island. <laughs> I didn't even know. Like, mindset. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, 200k was a big money. I was like, collect 200k and then I'll just jump out. I'll just run. You coming? <laughs> I started talking with this man, talking with this man. He decided to bring me over to the island. So through him, I got a job. I didn't say yes to him. So you know how it was. I didn't say yes to him, so he wasn't really ready to do anything for me until I really say yes, and then we we'll have our first, you know, meeting and erotic whatever before he will start pushing, start pushing money. He's an evil man. He's smart, <laughs> exactly. So he didn't want to start spending on me, but through him, I got my first job, and it was on the island. Yeah. And that was how I left that place. I went back after the pageantry. I packed my stuff, left the ghetto, packed my stuff. And went straight to the island. Now, when I got to the island, I thought that my whole life would just I think it was a, it was a my whole suffering was 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 done. It was a new face for me, so wow, maybe life now is now chill, cool. Mm. But no. I was getting into suffering pro max. <laughs> suffering on the island. I didn't know where to stay. This man was not ready to give me 
a place to stay. Even, but he had said he has given me a job and he has done that for me. And I, the ball is now in my court. I know what that means. But at this point, um, you uh, quit the job with the school. Yes, I, I went there, told him I'm going. Yeah. All my students were crying. And the man, he almost even cried, the old man, because he was so used to me and all of that. It was a very emotional point for me. I didn't even feel like going again, but come on. Who wants to remain in that ghetto? And the money right? was not even, <laughs> the money was not even encouraging. Exactly. So I had to leave. I packed my stuff and I left. Straight to the island. So the man lodged me in a hotel for one night. I didn't come to even see me then. I think he's the man that respects himself. He wants to hear my yes before he can even want to hear. So that was maybe my luck. Thank God that somebody did not force me yeah. to do anything. So he was a responsible man. He wanted to hear yes from me and then take it up from there. So after getting me the job, he said that's all he can do for me. That the ball is now in my court. I should say yes and then he will turn my life around. But then there was this. For each time I wanted to say yes, sir, yeah, let's meet this night. Something just holds you back. Yes, I just couldn't. I'm like, if this man was a divorcee, to be very honest, Bobby, I think I would have done it. Oh, he's he was married. He was married. Uh, he had a wife and kids somewhere, somewhere abroad, and I knew that no matter how I want to be crazy in this world or the kind of thing I want to indulge in, or the kind of thing I want to turn a blind eye to, I don't want to sleep with another woman's husband. Yeah. I just feel like it's a curse you'll never be able to break. And that you're hurting another woman, so that part of it was did you not sit with me? But if that man was a divorcee, he had no wife. I didn't care about his age, boy. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have really just given him all of me because the suffering was too much. And I just needed a good life. I'm going to that pageantry. I think he showed me another thing. I saw her girls were using iPhones, wearing, you know, they were looking good, their skin. I was like, oh my god, I want to. <laughs> I want it. You know, so it gave me another kind of uh, desperation to get stuff. Yeah. But I think, I thank God I worked on that desperation. I told myself, control it, Machi. Control it. You have a long way to go. One day you might be able to afford this stuff. Don't worry. I like the fact that I used to always talk to myself. Don't worry, girl. Just keep going. And that was the only thing that helped me from sleeping with somebody's husband. So I couldn't do it. And... After the two nights he had already paid in the hotel, where exactly was I going to go now? And <laughs> now we are back to that question. Machi, where are you going to stay? I, this, this one I don't have anywhere on the island, don't worry. No human that I knew on the island. Some of the girls I met there, some came from other cities for that pageantry. Oh. Yeah. So the only girl that lived, lived on the island was the winner. And we didn't really have a rapport. She was the girl that wants to be on her own. Yeah. So she was the only person. But I don't have a rapport with her. I can't go and tell her, please let me come and stay with you. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so, that was how I kept, I, I kept, I kept, and I called my sister. And, and then I called that guy who gave me the form for the pageantry, that if he has anybody on the island. So he said, okay, he has a friend, a Facebook friend that he, he used to see, he used to just see her posts, like that she lives somewhere in Lekki in Lagos, but I, but I, he doesn't really know her. He hasn't even met her before? No! <laughs> Facebook friend, me. And I said, okay, let's him just try and talk to this person. So imagine. Now it's send a Facebook message. Like, Please, I have a friend. Like, this is my girlfriend. My girlfriend is looking for where to stay. Please, my babe wants to stay somewhere. Please help my babe. Because say, ah, I respect you. I like your comedy. I like what you're doing. You know that kind of thing. So it was due to that respect. I said, let her come now. I live with my boyfriend anyway. But if she's comfortable living with her and my boyfriend, me too, I don't have a problem. 
And as I packed my bag, I went to meet somebody I had never met in my life to live with them. That girl kept me in her house. She and her boyfriend, they were so nice at first. They were nice and did not give me any problems. Or the feeding was on me. They didn't want to take the responsibility of feeding. So while staying there, I had to feed myself. So the question now is, feed yourself or what? Or what money? Which which money? You have to not get a job again. So now I had that job. Now it was a job that brought me to the island. Yeah. The job the man gave me to yeah. be a manager at a boutique for a woman that lived in, um, abroad. Yeah. But she had a boutique here. So that was my job. But they had not paid me. So I was on zero naira. How would I even transport myself to work every day and back was what I didn't know. But as God may have it, when I talked to my employer, she was ready to give me salary advance. And that was what helped me. I bumped the line, living with this girl, things started falling apart. Her neighbor got attracted to me. <laughs> Kill me. You can avoid. <laughs> God help me. Ah, when I listened to that part of the story, I was like, what? <laughs> hey, God. Like, I just like, what's this? <laughs> yeah, like I was, even, like, I was so bothered. I was like, the first house you went to, yes, this is going well. Yes. You were, everything was going fine. Yes. Then I went to that house, even where she stayed with her boyfriend, where there's not meant to be any problem at all. Exactly. There was no problem. problem. Like I was just like, so why? Like, problem? No, they finish for. Imagine, what's going on with you? Is something following you? At that point, I started asking myself. I called my mother one day. Said, "Mommy, something following me. Who's this?" She was crying with me on the phone, saying, Oh, yeah, come back home now. But it was not an option. Turning back is not. We keep moving forward. I think you've seen some green lights. Yes, I wanted to see what, where God was just taking me. I wanted to see. I was so curious now. All this suffering. Oh, yeah, what am I going to become? And then her neighbor, her neighbor who had nothing to do with her, got attracted to me. His name is Kay. Kay got attracted to me. So attracted to me that. I don't even know, he was just doing a lot. He would send his dog with love letters to my door. Hmm. He had a very he had a very sweet dog. The dog would like literally was like a human being. So he would tie the letter on the dog or yeah, what? He would give the dog, put it on his, in his and mouth. And the dog actually yes, and tell the dog, just he would tell the dog that call the name of the girl that he used to live with. I don't want to call her name. Her name is B. Let's call her B. Yeah. For the sake of this podcast. You say B's room, B's door. So when he says B's door, the dog, the dog just cry cry that man dropped it. So he had trained the dog to that point. He just come and drop it there. Whether he meets anybody or not, just drop it in front of the door. So the first time that happened, B was the one that opened the door and picked the letter. So she was like, ah, babe, you don't know a guess yourself for a year. Or can't see, you know, the girl-girl thing. And I was like, what? So I opened the letter and he was like, meet me at my car. Love, K. I'm like, who is K? Because we had just met the previous day and I had even forgotten his name. We just met there and come back, ah, new face, what's up? I was like, yeah, 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 blah, 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 that was it. And I was like, okay. She said, go now, I can't, can't, can't check what he wants to say. Maybe, I don't know, can't check. Yeah. I went, and that day, I found out that Kim was an interesting person. We started having a conversation, I laughed, we were laughing. I, I, I stayed there for like, close to like three hours in his car, we were having conversations. And when I go back, I met her in the moody state. You know, she was angry. You know, I was joking with her, like, ah, baby, what's up? Ah, you never sleep, that kind of thing. She was not even answering me. So the boyfriend out of me, ah, babe, where you this is? I said, ah, I was talking with your neighbor. She knows where I was now. I said, eh, she knows where he was, but she's, she, when I came back, she was complaining that you had overstayed. I said, 
Okay, so why did you call me on my phone that babe, I and Dova still your come house, no me love told. Something like that, you know? Why did you say something like that? And was it at night or just during the day? You know, it was at, it was at night. Okay. Yeah, it was at night. So I got back from work around like seven. The message came. I went to meet K around eight. So I was there till nine, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So around past ten, I was when I was coming back to the room. I had your phone at that time, so she yeah. could just call. She could have just texted me on WhatsApp that babe, I found, come now, come home, sleep, more locked door, that kind of thing. So you didn't say anything. And then I came into the room and I didn't even say, ah, but baby, don't stay. You know that kind of thing. That means there's something you're holding in your heart. You go for another one telling me that she complained to me when I came back that you had overstayed there and that she doesn't like it. She, this girl was literally sitting right in front of me. So I was wondering, why is it your boyfriend that is now sleeping? <laughs> so you just like to create a, an atmosphere that, ah, I felt far away, like. So I cut off, I tried to cut off from this cave guy. But this guy was really persistent. It was on my case. He wanted to get me at every cost, at every means. He liked me. And to be honest, at that time, I liked him because I didn't like him to date him, but I liked his company. I was always too lonely. And you didn't like had a little friend yeah, or something like that. She was always her boyfriend. They're always doing their love thing. So sometimes I'm too lonely. I think it was in the two bedroom, like the one bedroom. It was a one it was a one bedroom. So like you're sitting so it was a, a mini flat. So there was okay. The parlor. parlor and room. So they were occupying the room. room. They had not really put furniture on the parlor. So it was empty. It was an empty space. So the nurse would just be sleeping the there until maybe when they bring cushion for me and all of that. So I was on the floor. I was lying down on the floor. And I was using that my gana must go as my pillow. See that my gana must go like this. Did you have it? I don't have it. One day I had to let it go. So I'm not remembering all the... What? That gana must go was my pillow. I'll put it on the floor, then use my wrapper to cover it, and that was what I was in But I was sleeping on the towels, the cold towels. That was my bed. There was no bed for me. Even on this suffering, I was suffering. So I should not go and have company with somebody that was giving, making me laugh As in, and giving me company. She didn't like like it, so I cut her from key. But it wasn't fair on the guy. It wasn't even fair on me emotionally because I needed a friend to talk to. Okay. And then his dog was now becoming so attached to me because I love dogs. And everywhere I go, there's somehow there's a dog or a baby that will love me in that place. Yeah. One of those two things will happen, yeah. A baby in that place or a dog will love me so much, be told so tight to me. So that dog was like so tight to me already. So it was already bringing something between I and the owner. If I try to avoid him, I can't avoid the dog. Because when he sees me, come and then when I'm playing with him, before you know the owner is like, and then we'll see again. Our eyes will now jam. Somebody I'm trying to avoid. Dog could have come. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So I had to sit, sit this bee down to tell her, babe, what's the problem? Is there something with this guy that you need to tell me about? No, this guy is just a rough guy. I don't like him. I'm like, but she knew about the guy when she got the first letter and gave to you. Yes. So no. it's not like, it's just, like, I just don't like him. I don't want him for you. So I was like, babe, would you want me to choose? Let me, let me choose who I want. I understand you and I really appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. But so far, I don't think he's a bad guy. But let me watch and see. All right? And I tried to talk with her. She was like, ah, okay, oh, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, madam, make you no be letting me to stop you. She was that kind of person. I was like, okay. Started going, I started going. And as as I got closer to Kay, I got this, she got distant from me. Wow. So we were living in the same house. She wasn't talking to me. So I'll greet her and come with the normal vibe, baby, Rafa, I'll walk. She won't even cough. She won't even voice me. Only the boyfriend 
was a very kind person. Be like, why are you acting like this? Now you are making the house feel very uncomfortable. Why are you not talking to yourself? I said, I'm talking to her. She doesn't listen to me. So one day while I was just saying that, I'm talking to her. She wasn't listening. She's not listening to me. She's not answering me. She came from the room. I said, Madam, are you mad? Are you stupid? Okay, you want to paint me black in front of my own boyfriend in a house that I'm that I'm keeping you? How, how much more? How much more? How much more? Uh, how did she even put the English? How much more of an ingrate <laughs> do you want to be? You're such an ingrate. How much more of an ingrate do you want to be? Oh my God! No wonder you're suffering because I told her my story. No wonder you're suffering. You're a bad person. Wow. She rained that business on me. I was crying at that point because I don't have. I don't know how to. If someone is not letting me express myself. I just tend to cry. And she just shouted, she didn't even like it. Yeah, she was just shouting. People were like, she was literally screaming. I'm not saying inside the room. She was screaming so much that neighbors were now outside their house trying to know who was shouting. So I thought, I said, Bido, don't do that. Don't do that. I sat down with you and I've talked to you like a girl. What do you want, what do you want from me? What do you want from me, ma? So I said, yes, what do you want from me, ma? I said, eh, which one is ma? Which one is ma? She says, I thought so she came slap me. Pushed me to the wall. I started bleeding on my nose. Oh. Like she literally hit my head. So I was close to the wall. So when she pushed me, I hit my back, the back of my head, at the wall, the closest wall. Then she slapped me. And then oh. I don't know till now. I don't know if the mark is still there on my neck. So she had yes. long finger, long nails. And then she just, why she was so struggling? She scratched me on my neck. I was bleeding from my neck and my nose. And your head. And she had, yeah, my head, yes. And she had turned, you really remember the story? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and she had torn my, my top, so I was just thinking I wore a bra inside, so I was just, it was just my bra, half of my boobs outside. So I was just trying to cover myself from the top. Are you outside? Everything. No, I was inside, but then I was trying to cover myself. At this point, she had left me, I was packing my things, I was throwing outside. That I should get out of her house. And the next day was lockdown. So this was 2020 now? Yes. So the next day, was they had announced that nobody should move the next day. That anything you want to do, do that day, don't move the next day. And you know how serious it was that first day? Police were everywhere. Don't, don't move. So, and even if there was movement, where was I moving to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Back to, back to square one again. Yes. Where are you going to? Where? Yanopaja. Back to Yanopaja. Where? I didn't have a problem. I still had the key to the house now. I could go there anytime. I was ready to go back to the end of party. I didn't want problem. With the distance, but then, uh, number two, my job. I love my job. At least was giving me money. They paid me 50000 at that point. You know, transfer was taking almost half the money, but it wasn't as bad as being paid 10K. That you, you will not be left with 5K. So, Bobby, my life was just from one pain to another pain to another disappointment. And at this point in time, like when you're going through all this thing, was there any time where maybe that, um, like were you still in contact with this guy, with the man that was trying to make you <laughs> shiver, mm -hmm. baby? Mm -hmm. Like, was there a time that the thoughts came to your head again to this reach time, out? This time, that day, when Blossom had. <laughs> when, when, when she had already taken, taken my things out of her house and all of that, he was the next person I could call. I said, sir. Serious. I was crying. I said, why are you crying? I said, no, don't bother about it. I'm just ready. I want to be your everything. Just take me, use me as you want to use me. But I need a house to stay, sir. And then, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this to you like this. No. What's going on? I'm not even in town. What's happening? I 
was crying. I said, sir, the person I'm staying with, said, ah, I'm not in town. And I have all my keys. I would have said, okay, take my key and I have my key here. I said, okay, sir, please, can you send me some money? Let me be staying in a hotel or somewhere this night. And I said, eh, nah, my love, eh, you know what, let me call you back. And everything's talking. So while all this was going 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 through going on like and I was going through all this and literally just trying to cover myself, I came outside and the whole neighbors were outside. Wow. So apparently all the noise they came out. And Kay was one of those people. Nearly he saw me in that state, he was like, What's going on? I said, no, no, nothing. No, no, nothing, and you're bleeding. He didn't even listen to the next thing I wanted to say. He said, is this your bag? I said, yes. Packed my clothes, put inside the bag. I was carrying it to his side of the house. Now, up until now, I didn't even know where... Now, this is one compound. I didn't know how Kay's house looked like. I didn't know which one was his door. Because you guys, never, you guys exactly. always meet at the car or something. Meet at the car because me, I respect myself a lot. What would I be doing in a guy room now and then be going to his house? What would I want? And number two, I want to respect her too. So I kept telling her, see this guy, I'm not even going to his house. It's just our friendship. Car, 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 car. And that's it. And one time that he took me to buy ice cream. That we didn't even spend up to 10 minutes. That was just it. Ice cream that I bought that I even bought for her. So like, <laughs> you know, after drinking, after you're taking ice cream, you don't want to still rest. You don't want to calm down. And like, that was the first day I saw the house and I noticed that this guy is a big guy. Literally, he was like the, big, the richest guy in that compound. He's a big guy. And then I saw his second car. I'm like, ah. Yeah, Benz. he had a second car. Yeah, he had a Benz. So the one where they were just to, to enter the, his first car he bought. So we used to always sit there. I had not seen the Benz because, excuse me, I had not gone to the back of the house. And he used to leave. His side was at the back. That way he used to park the car. That was an idea. This guy is a big guy. But well, that didn't treat me because. That was not what drew you to yeah, him. Yes, it was just companion. And even that guy had said no to him. I wasn't ready to date. He was not my type of guy. But well, he was a friend to me and he was kind to me. So I wanted to keep that friendship. Yeah. But to date, I told him no. I didn't want that. And he wasn't my type of guy. I don't want a guy who smokes. I don't like guys who smokes. And apparently he was a young guy. So I, I didn't, he's not my type of guy. Yeah, so. But then he was a good friend to me. So that was how Kay took my bag into his house. And I was stuck with a man that liked me in his house for three months with another man. <laughs> how was that period like being being in love with me? Like, did you feel uh, in some kind of way? Yeah. Most of the nights, and because of the kind of, kind of guys, kind of things they, they did, and you know, the, the perception I had of it. Yahoo guys, the first thing that come like, oh, they rape you, or I was scared. You know, even the, the day that he took my bag, to me, it was just that one day. As in, I didn't plan to even sleep in that guy's house because it was weird. This was around four, five, six. Time was already going. Why would I go around six? Already, lockdown. Yes, lockdown the next day. People are, buses are already, you can't even find bus on the road. People are already starting to buy things to keep in the house. Corona, this, this, that, that. People were already trying to restrict all of that. How do I get to Yanokbaja with zero naira? Wow. <laughs> if I was to go on that kind of trip, it would be Uber. And Uber like with like ten to twelve thousand. 
So I didn't plan. I was, I was saying that, oh, something will happen, Osha. Maybe that man will call me back. I was hoping on that man. Maybe he will call me back and say, okay, go and stay here. I'll take this hotel money and pay for hotel bills. I was still there with the torn clothes, bleeding. You know. I, I refused to have my back because I was uncomfortable. Having my bath in the man's house, changing. He said, oh, I'll give you space. Just go and have your bath. I finally did. Saturday, I was still waiting. Close, I had packed everything, closed my garment. We kept it in front of me, sitting down on the chair. Say, you are this your keep this your bag one place. You're not going anywhere. Because me, I will not allow you go anywhere. <laughs> finally, wow. finally he got tonight. You had to sleep in the house. I had to sleep in his house. So to me, I was still like, okay, this one night is fine. By tomorrow, I'll fix myself. Which tomorrow? I locked down. Girl, what are you telling yourself? You better pack yourself and sit down. And life started happening. Yeah. So now I was forced to date a man I didn't love. Because like he forced you to do no, it. No, not forced me. So I started, I started having this feeling of I had to pay him back, you know. And then on some nights he makes moves to kiss me. He wasn't he wasn't trying to, he did not make me feel uncomfortable in any way and I really have to give it to him. He did not. He didn't force me to do anything. He gave me the best time of my life. In fact, I think God even orchestrated it because hunger would have killed me in that that lockdown <laughs> period. Exactly now, I have no money. Yeah, true. B two had no money. Her boyfriend too wasn't really. How are we supposed to cook? And they've been trying out of the house. Right? <laughs> you you know, getting any, gotten any food? Because they're trying out of the house already. Exactly. So I think God even orchestrated it. So I was staying in a comfortable place because I had everything. Light two four seven. Wow. I had data, Wi-Fi, everything. I had it. And that was the first time you actually enjoyed street This was the, exactly, Bobby. This was the first time in my life I was enjoying street life. <laughs> like so, the, so like they don't see lights in this house. Nearly just, just and their light was good. So, but immediately they just take a light. Jack, oh yeah, almost. Um, what's that guy's name? I think is it Ahmed? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Jack, come on, Jack. My baby cannot be hot. I'm like, ah, he literally was just holding me like an egg. And so when I just felt like, oh, I feel like, you know that feeling? Oh, and you don't want to not be guy. like, I thought you know these things, you're not mm. come and tell him no, I don't want I to. I kept saying no. So it was almost like one month I was living with this guy and his cousin. We're sleeping on the same bed because it's a mini flat too. It was just him he and his cousin. So, and his cousin was not staying for long. So it was just him. So he had just one room. No need for two bedrooms, so one bed and a neatly and well furnished apartment. The man had taste. So where, where was he supposed to? I should, I should subject him to sleep on the couch for when he did that for like one week. He wasn't working. And I said, <laughs> "Babe, don't worry, I'm not touching your bed, but my body is not paining me. I can't sleep on this couch again." It's okay, I'm sorry. But let me be sleeping on the couch. No, 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 I'll not be comfortable. Don't worry, I won't touch you. So we're sharing the same bed for over one month. He never touched me. Never even made. He never even tried to maybe do all those funny stuff where you bring his body close, you know, no. Yeah. Took his part of the bed, you put a pillow between us, I'll take my part of the bed and that was it. But you know, because he was attracted to me, you know, you can't hold yourself when you're with a woman that you really want. It. So at some point I just noticed the look in his eyes, when I'm cooking in the kitchen, he comes behind me, you know, this kind of thing, holds my waist, kisses me, me romantic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of that, so, it was, uh, uh, it was becoming uncomfortable for me, so I felt like, just, just, give this guy a chance. He's not a bad guy, actually. Not a bad guy. 
So I did. I told him one night, I think I'm ready. So you're ready for what? I don't know, I just want to give us a try. He said, oh, okay. Are you sure not push to do this? Please don't do it as a payback for the house I'm giving you, that's not it. I said, no, I think you're a kind guy and I want to see more, I want to know more. But was there at any point in time that along the way when you guys started dating, you started having feelings like genuinely? Uh, no. You just tried to serious. No, it was more like it was still like it was still like for me, not not anything more than I like like this guy is kind to me, yeah. and I like him. I like his character and all. It wasn't more than that. But when we started having like sexual or the touching, kissing, so you know, I just kept that thing that oh, I wanted more. I want him to kiss me this night, all the night, and all of that. So, but it wasn't love. It wasn't love. It wasn't like I, I, I can die for you. Just vibes. Uh -huh, it was just, it was just, just kisses some vibes. Oh it God! Just kisses, romance, and vibes. So. Ah, if you're acting wrong, coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh. it was basically enjoy my money and let's just be doing this love. This our fake love. Thing. <laughs> to, me, to me, he genuinely loved me. And 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 it was to me it was just he genuinely loved me, but it was me who was not in love with him. Well, what else did I find the other day? So that happened for like three months, right? Mm. So um, there is three months now. What happened after? I know. Okay, you you, you saved your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So after that, now between this time. I was already, I had a friend that was into real estate that was, I seen posts all this real estate, real estate thing. I was like, ah, I want this real estate thing. I beg, I never get, gave it a thought. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. I never face money trouble to sell land. Who will buy land for me? You know, I think of this right, buy house. Who do I know? I don't know of that, but I knew I was already trying to put my eye into real estate. Like, I just know what this thing is about. I started learning about it. That I was real estate. What's all of that? Had no intention whatsoever of going into it, but I was just curious to know what it was about yeah. and all of that. So, uh, along the line, on my birthday, um, Kay didn't know what to give me for a birthday gift. So, he gave me the keys to an apartment, fully furnished. Yeah, put everything chairs, kitchen, blah, everything. But why didn't you want to continue living with him? Was it called that whole you not feeling the whole. I couldn't. I've, I've never been the girl that. that there's a support of cohabiting. Okay. I literally detest it. Like, why should we be dating and was living in the same Seriously? house? Yeah. So, like, you never want to... So, but, so, yeah, that means you... I kind of person that would prefer you guys to be dating, living on your own, then when you guys get married, you can cohabit. Exactly. Okay. I feel like I'm that kind of... My mom says I'm old, so I like things <laughs> in an old way. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so, that means your mom is in support of it, too? My mom knew about it. Okay, your mom knew about the relationship. Yeah, my mom knows literally everything about me. I tried there. Yeah, she's, she's the, you guys are very yeah, close, she's like, the kind of one that has made it easy to talk to. She made it easy to talk to her. Yeah. So, she knew. She used to even call him and say, Ah, nah, thank you so much. God bless you, nah. You know, but she didn't know we're having... <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, and every day she, she calls you, say, Wapi has not touched you. I said, yes, mommy, no. Have not touched me. Ah, we don't do that. He's a good guy. He's like, and then she'll be for in love with him more. Hey, what a good man. She didn't know. But it's well. Let that memory. Let it stay like that. Let that information on Richard. Till today. Let it be there. And 
that was how we kept going and going and going until he got me the apartment. I mean, that was like the highlight of my life. So, Bobby, accommodation will never be my problem again. That was like the question. That was like the thing ringing in my mind. Like, actually, how? So, you never have to ask yourself that stupid question of, where am I even going to stay now? I was so emotional. And even more, I felt indebted to this man. This yeah, guy. because of the house. I was like, ah. it on the island too, yeah? It was on the island. Somewhere at um, Abijo. Okay. Fashion I was like, ah. I had a mini flat, a big parlor, furniture, cushion to myself. <laughs> beautifully. He did it beautifully. He, I mean, not as classy as he is, but it was a good way to start my life. He put couch too. One long couch, one small couch. They put some decorations, curtains, kitchen stuff, bed, everything bought me some fashion items like clothes shoes for my birthday that my birthday this was me 2020 you never forget highlight best birthday ever I, I, I wish maybe this one will be I wish it's only better small first birthday ever it was nobody um, tells me that kind of expensive in my life wow and that was a big big turn for you because like you have your own place you don't need to pay for furnishing you don't need to, you don't need to pay for anything there. everything has been paid for and i'm very sure the guy will probably say we're giving you money because we are still together well, like people of just, course. Uh, <laughs> there is no week i was placed on a weekly salary uh, yes. serious yes allowance wow. k pays me every friday i receive the allowance i did not have to go in. remind him so it was really it was that perfect guy that he sorry, was that me. guy wow the only problem for me was that what? smoking and the, what he did. Yeah. I, I wasn't really comfortable with it. But the rest of it? Okay. Well, that very month he served me breakfast in the worst way. Worst the same month he gave me the yeah, house. That same month. So yeah. apparently, why he even gave me the house was not because not it was not only for my own good. It was that his girlfriend, his his fiance, his girlfriend of five years was coming back. She was coming back from where she went to. And she didn't want her to be with So that means you didn't even know you had a girlfriend, did you? I did not. I never. If someone told me, I'd have shot the person that you're a liar. Wow. Was she Nigerian too? Yeah, she was Nigerian, but she was um, she was currently in, she was in South Africa for a while, so she was coming back. She was dating for five years, so she's literally refusing. Huh. You don't <laughs> want to, that, that would be another episode on how I even got to know how embarrassing it was. <laughs> but it's fine. Wow. But it's fine, my dear. But okay, so you you have this place. Um, you've gotten this place now. So let's because because you have a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, but so, what I would just say is that people can go and check out your podcast, and you've you've broken down every single thing. Yes. I think the only part you didn't really talk about was double into real estate, which is the area I wanted to come into. Also. Yes. Okay. So like, um, you've gotten this place of yours. You, you've got to the breakfast the same morning. Yes. So, like, you're literally now on your own now because probably the guy was already out of the picture. Exactly. So, um, how did you now, you know, go into this? I know that you talked about that year ending the particular way for you. I had to go back home. First of all, talk about that and talk about how you, you know, double into real estate watching the woman on the TV and everything. I, I, I listen to your full episodes. Sorry. I like the fact I remember every detail. Bobby, oh my god, you're a real life fan. I'm literally going <laughs> fan right now. I listen to so, everything. So, yeah, that the next month Corona came and my boutique 
she couldn't stand anymore. The owner said she wanted to lock down and go back to the states. I beg, no more distress. Mm. So you know, Corona did a lot of harm to a lot of jobs. So my job was part of it. I had to, we had to, we had to be laid down, and I lost my job. So I had to look for something to do. So that I will know, you know, how will I pay the rent? Because right I'm now, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't want to ever go back to that point of not having anything again. At that point, I only had the money I saved. I was saving from case allowances, but it couldn't take me for a while. So I was already uncomfortable because <laughs> I don't want this money to finish because I don't want to go back to that life again. Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> but now I tried, things were not really even going well. I couldn't get a job anymore. I tried some businesses. I failed woefully. I, I used the money that I used that I had remaining to do uh, to do um drop shipping business and buying clothes from china and <laughs> the first major one that i did the first major um importation that i did was an entire scam so mm. i spent about five hundred thousand or so or three hundred and something thousand naira i think that time of people's money plus the little money that was mine i read it in the profit yeah <laughs> And the summer period too, so like it's 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 reasonable for you to spend the money because it's Christmas period. I was already eating the profit and enjoying my life. That oh my god, I made money. I didn't know that. I should have kept that money and waited for the the goods I ordered to come okay. first. I didn't know. Nobody told me all these business tips. When the goods arrived in December, scam, scam. It was just one quarter of the goods that came, and then out of that one quarter, messed up. Halfway fake, somewhere wrong size. Somebody would say, I want to show you 40. They were delivering me 38. What would they size 40? You join us and waste up everything. So I would say, Okay, so this thing I want in red. What they, what they were giving me was black. You know, and then the quality was not as I saw online everything. Now I was in debt and I had zero naira. I had to pay back all these people whose money I'd collected. How are you not able to pay back? Huh? Like, I started taking your own savings or... Bobby, today I'm not paid off. Wow. Uh, yes, till today as we speak. I'm not finished. I'm not no, the thing is that some now left the money for me along the while. When they saw that, it's no like hope. one year, this girl, I beg, leave her, and I'll scam. So to them, whenever they see me now, they, they might even stone me that see this scam girl, you know? But the only person that I had to pay back was another girl who was already crying because she too was importing through me and for business and that was her money so me i was looking at this girl her life was almost she was a student that was her money this is that was her school fees she wanted to just put it into something so I, I, I told myself that god please help me pay this girl for her own sake i don't want i will not feel comfortable doing this to somebody that was the only girl i had to pay back later i think i borrowed money paid but now i've cleared all that debt other people I've not paid them all. But they've left you. They left me. <laughs> they left me, but I still feel somehow that maybe at least I should go and chat them someday and give them the money. At least it means something to them. I should do that. I think so now. And when that happened, I couldn't pay my rent anymore. It was like 10 Yeah. So I packed my things again. And it's so funny how you literally got the house um, during your birthday period, meaning that the rent was going to literally end during your birthday the next year. <laughs> I don't know how you know all this, but that's right. You see, you you you, you are doing the calculation very well. <laughs> so, yeah, because I, I, so that now, was when I was exactly, listening. I would, I would think about all these things. Exactly now. So my birthday was one sad one. My birthday was one sad one. Mm. 
I changed in one birthday. Sad. <laughs> oh. I was in my mother's house. I was crying. My mother was crying with me because she was broken. She saw that I had really tried. She was every day. I locked myself in my room. I was crying because I had packed back to my mother's house. I couldn't believe it. I had taken almost all my clothes, put them in one bag, and I left. Oh. But my stuff were at a friend's place. So remember the girl that I first stayed with in Lagos that yeah. told me to leave. So at this point, she too had moved to the island. We had met again. Now things were okay. She's my sister's best friend, so you know she apologized at that time. Life was just hard for her. She didn't know that. Come on, I should come and I should drop my things at her house. I should come and stay with her. With the situation, she had someone stay with her too, and it was in one room and it was uncomfortable. I just said, okay, let me just go and stay with my mom first. Let me clear my head. Let me go there. I'm tired. Lagos, I'm done. So I kept my cushion, my things. I packed that, put in her house, and I took my bag and I left. And when I went to my mother's house and I was crying, one day I came out, just the first time I even came out to sit down in Palo with my, my mom once, after crying for days and weeks, I just switched on to the TV and I saw a woman. I remember the TV story too. Yeah, I saw a woman on TV, <laughs> she was talking about real estate and somehow her number was there. And I remember that, oh, I used to study about this real estate. And I told myself, oh, maybe, I'm matching. Just try, you don't know. Just be putting it on this, you know, just people like your social media. Put it there, you might really see. At that time, I was already, I was not matching with Lagos yet. I had not given myself that name, right? I was just matching. I was matching David, I think, yeah. And this, I called this woman. I'm calling somebody you don't even know. A big woman like that on TV. Mm. I expected her hello, who is this? But she was so, hello, good afternoon. My name is Queen Adi. I said hi, Kunadi. Um, I think I think all related guys always have a video. Yeah. <laughs> in normal, they don't say because it can be a client. <laughs> Do you understand? So I think I was not, maybe she respected the fact that it could be a client. She was so nice. So I said, "Ma, please, I want to come to your list. I don't. I just saw a number on TV. So all thing. Oh my. Okay, where are you now? I said I'm in a boy state. When are you coming to Lagos? You're getting how do I answer that question? Because we yeah, didn't know how will I go back to Lagos? I don't have where to stay. I told her, "Ma, return." In the next two to three months, I just said that. So when you come to Lagos, come to my office. Let's see, I'll put you through. And that was how my relationship started. Long story short, I came back to Lagos somehow. I'm not going to share all of that story right now because we're already taking so much time on this podcast. I don't want it to be too long. I just want to tell you guys the part that God just really just turned my story around. I went, I met this woman and... Now, let me add this before I go on. Please, at any point in your life where your spirit is so strong on something, please do it. Follow your spirit. Most times, that spirit, as a Christian, I always, always bring God. That spirit yeah. to me, the Holy Spirit, all the time. He's very calm. He will not shout. So sometimes those thoughts come in very calm. Maybe say just once or twice again. But he will not pay. That's why the Holy Spirit is very calm. You will not be shouting and pushing you away. No, no, no. So I think we, get, we need to get to a point in our life where we need to know that voice, recognize it, and just act immediately. Because what if I didn't call that woman? What if I thought it was not necessary? Like, I only see number on TV, just want to go. But the Spirit told me, just take your number call. And I did. So at every point in your life, let's, let's just listen to that good spirit. You know it. We all know that spirit. That what is telling us to do will help us. But we always want to, you know, disobey and all of that. 
when I called that woman, that was when my turning point started. I came to Lagos and I started putting stories of houses, land, on my page, on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere. And at the time, you didn't have any other job you were doing, so that was like the only thing. No job whatsoever. I was still owing that debt, that bad debt. I was even sneaking. I was wondering for some people. I didn't want them to catch me. <laughs> Uh, I blocked some people on my post so they don't be seeing my post. I said, oh, this one. He's not, he's he's not related. <laughs> he wants to go and be doing, do you understand? So, uh, it, was, it was not a comfortable place for me. I had a place to stay. So, I was okay. I had food to eat. So, I was okay. And this woman was nice. was kind to me. So, she taught me everything. Gave me the lands. Registered me under everything. I had nothing to do. And I started posting. And sometime last year, 2021, I made my first sale. In September, on the 23rd of September, I made my first sale. And my commission ran into millions. Now that my life just changed. In one scene, one man, one client, one call, one referral from like the one person I did not even think my sale will come from. Now, guess who? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You don't want to know. Now, now she just rest wherever it was. No, that guy that bought me the form to go oh, for the pageantry. Mazi. Now in Lagos. He had all this while, all these years, he had come to Lagos. So, Mazi was not doing well. He was commenting people when he was not doing comedy with all this CB talker, all of that. So, one day he just said, ah, one of my guys won't buy, I don't know that it's serious or not, but Sha, Sha, just answer him, Sha. Young guy, he look, and you guys have a striking resemblance. You are my first client. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. I show you his contact, you see, striking resemblance. And very young, he's 24. He bought, he bought my first, first house. He bought his first house, which was my first sale. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Millions. My life changed. Totally. And so since then, with my energy and everything, Machi of Lagos was birthed. I think I started giving myself that name when I said, when, the first time I even posted related, I was saying, ah, I'm not the owner of this entire Lagos, buy a land for me or buy a house for me. So that was where it came from. So some, I think somebody I say Machi Machi of Lagos. And it sounded so cool to me. I was like, ah, I'm sticking to it. So I started calling myself Machi of Lagos. And literally everybody who has met me now, even the ones who knew me before, don't even remember my original name that they know me as Miracle or Machi, not Machi of Lagos. And that name has become a brand. It has become a brand, a real estate brand. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think that any point in my life as a school dropout or an SSC holder, I would ever have to work for a big firm and I'll be called Ma by people who are graduates and even doing their masters. And you know, not pride or anything, but like just having them carry my bag. Good morning, ma. Welcome to the office. Open my, clean my, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's honestly very crazy. Like when, when I, when you posted that stuff and you were like, you got the job. I'm like, this is actually very crazy because I, 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 I listened to your yeah. story and I know, you know, how things were for you. And I was like, it's very very crazy like the kind of um story that you have it's very very crazy but i know when i started following you from that very day we met i said following you and i watched your post 
I know that there were two things that was very that was very unique. Yeah. Which is one is I was like, how are you this vulnerable to be able to come out and tell the story like this? At the same time, how are you able to network to get people? Because you came to Lagos, you didn't know anybody. Exactly. This is like someone going to a new, completely different area and not knowing anybody. How are you able... Not even two, it's three. The confidence, the vulnerability, and you being able to get to know people. So I was, that was those are the three things I was very curious about. Like, um, First of all, how did you get this vulnerable? Like, What made you become this vulnerable and confident at the same time? I think they go hand in hand. Yeah, confidence. Uh, I used to have really bad, shitty self-esteem. But you know... Like I said, I read a lot. So it has a great influence in my life. I just read a lot and I just got to find out that I'm special, I'm unique. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. So, and then, like I always say, God gave me a lot of energy. And I feel like that energy is, I don't know, it's, it, I transmit it to people easily. I found that people get to love me easily, like in an instant. So I don't know if it's innate, I don't think it's an innate quality or so, or it's just an aura that comes with me. But at the point where I noticed that people just love you. Machi, you can't, you know, my life is so strong that I cannot even get into a room and not be noticed. You see how you noticed me yeah. that day? That's how it goes in my life. I don't know why it happens. Sometimes I want to just be there, to be very honest, that time I know the... I just want to be there. I didn't want anybody. It was my business. I wanted to just come listen and go. I never knew I'll make one friend. My mother said, My mother calls me a magnet. <laughs> you cannot go out and not bring one person back to this house as friend. You. You know, she's always saying it. Hey, magnets. And I think that's it. So the moment I realized that I'm a magnet, I just told myself, So go, go in the right direction so you can magnet the right people. The right people that will, be, that will be able to help you. I consciously, I intentionally net, network. Anywhere I go. In fact, the fact that I'm going out is for the reason of networking. I read a lot of books where so I, I learned that you cannot really have a successful business if you don't know people because uh, how? It's good that would yes. people And then I, I got so in love with relatives because I've seen people selling millions. I said, ah, ah. So if I just make one lucky sale like this, millions, ah, okay, let me look for a way to, you know. Know me because it's from who I know that will tell another person that will tell another person, and that was how I kept doing it. So I wanted to ask, like, when you when, you, when you, let's say you go to, go somewhere and yeah. you go to an event or you find yourself in a particular place, mm. how like what's the process that comes with you networking? What's the first thing that you say? What kind of questions do you ask? How do you start that conversation? All right. So, um, so most of the time, like on this. Uh, on that day where we met, on Tyra and us meet and greet, that was the first time meeting Yechi and Independent Bella. And I'm going to just use that as an example. I wanted to network with them because those girls are good at influencers and I wanted to go into YouTube so I would need friends like that. And I just like them. I like girls that, you know, believe they're going somewhere. I like making friends with people like that. So I wanted to network with them. So here's what I did. Already, I already started on Instagram. Instagram and social media already made it easy for me to start networking with those girls. Because you've been engaging with their content. Uh, yes, engaging, sharing. I was already calling Yechi my wife, my Instagram wife. Yeah. All of that. So that thing will make her notice me. So when I stood up to ask that question, so I said, hi, my name is Machi of Lagos. She turned to, she was like, 
then she was telling me, I heard her telling me like, I've heard that name before. That name rings a bell. She was trying to. So she was like, so when I did that, she was like, oh, it's my Instagram husband. You get already her place, it was easy. After everything, I went to talk and say, hi, hi, Machia of Lagos here. She was like, oh, Machia of Lagos, what do you say, a podcaster? I said, yes, I don't know if that all that. I started asking questions. So in a place where I meet somebody, I go a place, I see somebody. I, like yesterday, I went to the beach and I saw some group of guys. I wanted to talk to them because, number one, I knew that they'll be able to buy properties. So I just walked up to them. And I said, hi, um, sorry, you look familiar. I've not met them. So that was the scope. <laughs> What if, what, what if they thought you were trying to shoot your shirt or something? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the press scope, like, literally, I find myself very excited so then I'll be like, what you, you're crazy, what did you just do that for? And then I went and say, I'm sorry, oh, good evening, hello. You look, you look really familiar, sir. Is your name Mr. Chicky? He said, no, I'm not really able. I said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I think you look like... Anyway, my name is Machi of Lagos. I sell crop teas and all of that. Like... So he was like, I just not practice you came to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, 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 you actually look like somebody. Like, oh, Mr. Chicky. True, you do. He said, eh. So he's okay. All right, thank you. And when, before we even went, like, something brought to something that brought something. So when I was leaving, I saw his French. I was like, oh, I love the sneakers. Beautiful. He's like, hmm, you have good eyes. And I started a conversation again. I ended up staying with those men, discussing with them, all of them. We're talking and laughing and laughing for like over 30 minutes. And I said, please let me let you go. At that time, all of them are collecting my number. Like, oh, I'm actually, we're going to buy land and all of that. So that's what I do. I'm very intentional. If I know that I'm not able, I don't know what to tell this person. I will say, you look you look familiar. It's one of the scopes. Secondly, sometimes I just walk up to you. Hi, my name is Machi of Lagos. I would like to know you better. I've been watching you from... It depends on the place where we meet. You understand? So like a, yeah, like a gathering now, let's say we, you know, we've not even met, I would have come to meet you like, oh hi Poppy, my name is Machio Vigos, you're a podcaster, I would like to know you better because I'm a podcaster, so I think we can work on something together. And it's as easy as that. To be very honest, one thing I've learned is that people, people, people want friends. They think they're not, they're not looking, but you know, people, when you're exciting too, people, people want to know you. You know, sometimes just like, oh, this person might not, don't give a shit about me, but maybe they do. Maybe they do. They might have this ten look. I don't. I beg. What's your? What's my business? But even the rich guys that look like oh, they're always busy. If you have something to offer these people, maybe they really do need a friend. You know. And I, I just when I came to realize these things, I just put them into practice in my life. And it's been working for me. That's actually nice. But I need to not ask because I know in the, in the real estate. Um, I don't, I don't want to go too deep into real estate because I'm planning on getting somebody that also came for that okay. event to, to talk more about that real estate. But yeah. what I'm curious about is when you came into that space, this is a space where, you know, you, you're a young person entering this space. You've not even been there for a very long time. So one is that how were you able to um, speak to people about this thing that you do? Some people might be like, or what's your credibility? Exactly. Like, why do why should we buy from you? How were you able to build your brand and solidify your brand? What were some things that you had to put in perspective and some principles that you had to put in place or values that you had to put in place in order to be successful as a real estate, you know, as a realtor or real estate agent? Basically? Yeah, so at the first instance of my career as a real estate agent, I, I had a lot of no's. A lot of people said no to me. Some embarrassed me. 
Serious? Yeah, a lot of people. Come on. <laughs> What's going to say to some embarrass me? Never you call this line again, blocks me. So oh, but oh, not physically. Not physically. Wait, not physically. I'll go to me and say, hello, good afternoon, sir. Shit, 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 shit. Shit, shit. Uh huh. You know. How did you handle that? Most of the time, I'm like, let the, let the ground open, let me enter it. I bet this ground should open, let me just sink in. <laughs> but a salesman is a salesman. That's the, that's one thing. We salespeople, we go through a lot. If you see anybody sales marketing, just give them a hug because we've gone through a lot. Even yesterday at the beach, before I even got to meet the other man, I had gone to meet a man. I was like, good morning, sir. Good evening, sir. My name is Machi. I was a... Please, I'm not here for all of those. And people were there. His friends were there. I'm not here for all those things. Please, if you want to do marketing, you know where to go and do it. So somebody came up for peace of mind. I hear talking about real estate. You know, some people are not happy. Some people you meet them in a bad state. Some people are just angry naturally. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. But then wow. also, if I had said, oh, I'm not doing it again because I'm embarrassed, I wouldn't have met this man. Mm -hmm. And now the sale is even easy. One of, one of them is the one even disturbing me that he wants to come for inspection. You know, and that's how we make the sale. So, at this at this time, I just knew that first I have to know what I'm doing. I have to be very grounded in the knowledge of real estate first, so that I notice that okay, sometimes the way I even approach people, all that you know, people sense confidence. Yeah. So when you go like this, could have you know, there was a way I, was, I tried to try, try to sort some things out, like my confidence, like go as if you know what you're saying, and then I really had to know what I'm saying so that they come with a question. Lord, excuse me, that I don't know if, okay. if they come with a question, you'll be able to answer. And that makes you a master of your career. And once you're a master, people notice that this person knows what they're saying. They can't really, they can't say no to you. They can't say no to you. So how did you, like what were the resources that you looked out for? How did you try to get more knowledge in this field of real estate? I browsed. I made friends with people that have been in real estate for long and then that, that woman that I met, my mentor, she was there, I had questions to ask and then I kept connecting with a lot of realtors. For a realtor, I followed you, I've sent you DM, hi, see what you're doing, my name is Machi, maybe we'll connect sometime. I had that template, that same template I sent to like over 20 to 30 to 50 realtors. How many replies? No, uh, some, some did, in fact, almost all of them like, 90% of them had positive reply like, oh, hi, Machi of Lagos, nice to meet you too. Okay, I've seen your page, I'll follow you back. And from there, when they see my own content, they'll comment, doing nice girl or nice one. That's where it starts. And they just said, ah, oh, this girl, she's really outspoken. And before you know, I, could, I can enter them and ask questions. I've already entered their hearts. So I can go and ask questions like, please, can you tell me your story? How you did this, how you did that, what worked for you? And I have a friend, shout out to Prince Nathan, I know he's going to listen to this podcast, but anything I share, he will click on it. <laughs> so if I click the link, he will listen to it. Nathan, thank you so much. You're just really a part of my journey. And I can't even forget that. So Nathan, too, is my realtor friend. You know, he was the first person that I said I used to see his real estate yeah. post. Yeah. And when I came in, he was, he was really accommodating, telling me about real estate, all of that. Any question I have, you say, any question you have, just ask me an answer. And he was there for me. So that, and then I'm always on YouTube. Grant Cardone. I know that guy. Exactly, that crazy guy. Grant, I think I feel I feel like I'm a female version of Grant Cardone. The guy is always he's crazy. I, I, I know, I know when I, I the time I used to watch his content, I would stop watching it because I'm like I'm not even into real estate. Exactly. I'm watching this guy so much, but I know he's always like he's, crazy. he's always like don't carry your money and be buying watches, yes. you can't invest in real estate. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's brutal. He's always... He will tell you the truth as to... <laughs> exactly. I listen to Grant Cardone, Dan Lok. Dan Lok is a salesman. Yeah, no, Dan Lok, right? I listen to a lot of them. I listen to Ryan Sarhant or something like that. That's when I, li- I still listen to it now. Why are you listening to a lot of people? Uh, no, the thing <laughs> is that, no, I find like, there's actually a time I was thinking about it. Okay, going into religion, yeah, right? But when I think the kind of personality I have, yeah. I'm the kind of person that can walk up to so, like, I no, rather just stay to. on my system. Have you listened to, have you watched um, Ramos of Lagos? I know him actually, but... Have you watched no his latest documentary with Toyo I know? No. You should watch it. He what? said the same thing. Okay. That when he first saw people into inside um, doing real estate and meeting people, he knew that he's a reserve guy. He can't take that no. It will bruise him. So he said, let me do it my way. See, to be honest, sale is just, we're all trying to arrive at one point, right? It doesn't matter the direction. Just know that, okay, this direction, share it will just lead me to results. Or yeah, don't worry, take, you take your own, take my own. So you really don't have to. Because I know, I know yeah. when, when, I, when I was thinking about it, yeah. the, the two people actually, I used to listen to Dan Locke a lot, but it's not really around real estate. Just, I don't Sales. know, I don't know what got me to start listening to, his, start watching his content, yeah. but I know the person I was listening to a lot mm. was Grant Cardone and Ryan Stehand. Yeah, I liked that. It's like Ryan yeah. Stehand. I liked yeah. his story. It's crazy. His stories and, and the thing is that he's not just, it's someone that actually changed the game when it comes to creating content around real estate. Exactly. He went to, like he's a beast, basically. Exactly. So, when I, when I used to watch his content, I always watch it more from the angle of, not just real estate now, but watching, you know, the kind of, um, the kind of the kind of length he goes in yeah. trying to make sure that he pleases yeah. or he satisfies his customer, even yeah. when the person has not even bought from him. I can, I can remember a keynote that I was listening to, and the guy was talking about how so like your own story too. He just came to New York, didn't really know anybody. He got real estate, um, he got a real estate license, and from there he went to meet a pregnant woman because she's like pregnant women always want to look for a place to stay because they're about to have a child and they might want to expand their yeah. home. And talked about how he was he just met the person. Oh, I'm right. I'm a, I'm a real estate agent. Do I do like to buy a home? And from there, he said I started getting people's contact. Like, literally, said that they yes. go. Like, every day he goes out, he must get like 10 people's contact. And once he gets that contact, he starts sending them mail. Exactly. And he talked about, you know, always sending them mails on a weekly basis. And, you know, I, I, what, what I liked about that was just trying to understand him as a salesman, not just from the aspect of real estate, but just yeah. him as a salesman yeah. and how he delivers. So, Grand Cardon too was the same thing, but at some point I got tired of that guy because it was just too, it's too it's much. Crazy. It's too much. So, I just got tired of watching his content. But I know that one thing I got to understand from him was when it about, you know, he kept saying things like, oh, don't buy a home. Instead, buy a complex. Yeah. Could break it down into different yeah, homes. Sell that. that. Don't yeah. buy one duplex and just yeah. be renting it. That kind of thing. And I know he's always based more in Florida. I, at least I watch other people's content. I watch everything, but the only thing that for some reason I just never. The time I actually wanted to go into real estate, I was thinking about it. So just in my head, I was like, oh, "This thing looks nice." And I wanted to be in a field that there is no bar on the amount of money that you can make, and there is nobody that is holding you. Like you're not working. Like you can make a related agent on your own. Nobody's working for Nobody's you. Or just these. But you know, you've you've had a crazy story. Like I always say, like I really enjoyed and I enjoyed hearing your story. But let's not ask. So you're a real estate agent. What not made you get a job? What made you oh, get to get okay. a job? That part. So that part is now the second phase of my story that I cannot even start saying now. That would just come on my podcast already um, 
Boy, <laughs> my story is not over yet. There's more to match that the world needs to hear. I feel like God is taking me through a process, a journey that is hard on me, but it's an interesting one. It really is. So, preamble is just after I made my first millions, a lot of things happened, and I had to just take this job. That's all I can say right now. Yeah, I, I think you told me. I take this job, and my job is not bad. I feel like, excuse me, I'm going to build God car homes, which was my brand, before I started working with Dukia. I was building God car homes and building my brand, my personal brand, Machi of Lagos. What's the what's the inflation type behind them? Is it God car or God duck? God car. Okay, God car. What's the inflation behind it? To be what? very honest, I was listening to a poem, a gospel poem. So she said, so she said they get high on vodka. We get high on God car. So you get. I just fell in love with the fact that it sounded cool. God car. Okay. I don't think that there's God inside. Yeah. Do you understand? And I said, I'm going to name my brand. Anybody that asks me, I'll tell them that I just know that there's God inside. And anything that there's God inside, I like it. Don't worry. I know that God is in control of this, my brand and all. Yeah. So, and I was looking for a name, God car came. So, God car was just, it's just the brand I was, was, just the brand I was building. But I had to put it on a post. It's not, I've not given up on my brand at all. I had to mm -hmm. put it on pause because my stay in Dukia is to reveal a part of me that I don't know. I've never had to work in a career. I want to see who I am working with a team. Mm. You understand? I've never had to see that part of myself. I want to see how I can be able to manage people because if I can't manage people in Dukia, how will I manage the yeah. ones I'll recruit myself, I pay by myself, you know? So why I'm in Dukia is to teach myself, is to grow. And I also wanted to be able to look back at a brand and say I was part of their growth. Dukia is a, is a new brand, yeah. but it's a good brand. I mean, the, the vision behind Dukia, the people managing it, they're doing a great job, to be very honest. Even before I joined, I really wanted to work for them because my directors are the best guys. Their values, I like it. They are men that they know where they are going. So I went to work with a brand like this. I'm a brother. Oh, I was a part of growing a good brand, you know. So that's why I'm literally working there. I work with them for a while, see what it will do to me, see like what the experience will do to me, and what I will be able to deposit in the company. Before let me say, before I will say, oh yeah, Godka, come back from your sleep, you know. So I'm not in a hurry to be Godka because I know that yeah. whenever I'm ready to blow up, yeah. to blow because I'm already like a brand and I'm moving and I'm growing. So already, Machi of Lagos already the brand that everybody knows. It will be uh -huh. easy to convert Machi of Lagos into Godka homes. Yeah. Exactly. That converting Godka into Machi of Lagos. So now I'm just building Machi of Lagos. Machi. Everybody just know me. Uh, they hear Machi of Lagos. Let them just know that it's real estate. That's my goal. Once somebody hear Machi of Lagos, the next thing they might be like, oh, that real estate girl, that's what I want. It will be easy now to convert these people to, okay, buy from me. Or tell yeah. your friends about me. So for now, I'm just building myself. But uh, so I wanted to know, like during during this whole period of you going to real estate now mm -hmm. and being in this field, was there ever any time where you felt like just coming out of it? Maybe you just felt oh, like maybe this might not be for you again. Every blessed day. <laughs> Serious? Yes. Even when you made money. No, apart from that day that I made that money, <laughs> <laughs> and the week after, and the month after, every other day, you know. Sometimes it's just so hard, especially when these people you go to meet somebody and tell you, "Don't talk to me. Get out." Some people are so rude. You don't know. They're so rude. 
Well, so people have embarrassed me and I've gone to, I've, I've, I'll just enter the toilet of the place and cry. The restroom and I'll cry and then wipe my hand, go back again like, okay, do it again. So I had a lot of bad moments that, what the, you know what, I won't have people talk to me like this, I'm not doing it again. And then the next day I'll be like, ah, what else, what else will I now do in my life? Oh. Business is really not, I, I don't think I want to go back because that experience was ter terrible for me. That experience where the goods, so I have that fear, that phobia now. I can't really say I'm not a business person, but for now, let me just face my real estate business where I know that I'm not having any people, just market it, sell it, but then buying products, all those things. I don't think I really want to do that right now, so I'm stuck in real estate. It's good. It's an amazing career, to be very honest. It's an amazing career and all of that, but I'm just saying that it just gets so difficult until you are able to place yourself where people now come to you yeah. before you start enjoying real estate. Even at that. Building any brand is not easy. Building any brand is not easy. Yeah, yeah it's not easy. The challenges come every day. I be like, ha, I beg, I'm not doing it again. But uh, you've come. You didn't come this far to get just gone this far. Exactly. Just come this far, so you have to keep going. Yeah. So it's not like you're bliss days all the time. But I know that. Well, after your sale, hmm, that whole week is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that whole month is sweet. And that depends on the amount, if exactly. Sometimes some sales don't give so much money, but uh, if you're selling houses, it should be so much money. So money like 10% or so, but some developers don't want to, but 5 to 10% should be your money. So you should be getting like cool money, really cool cash. Exactly. So that's basically it. But I love it. I love it here. I love it as a realtor. And you guys. Come and buy land from Machi of Lagos. <laughs> Come and buy a house from Machi of Lagos. Don't worry, every all the all the um all the information about you will put <laughs> yeah, in the description. Yeah. But like I said, like your your story your story is um is really inspiring at the same time. Like there are a lot of things that people like I don't think there's like, you've literally been at the least point that anybody can think of. They don't take any other point again. And you've also had all the kinds of experience. And I think that's like, because the, the time that you made a post where it, uh, I think I think what was happening at that point in time was, you know, this story about people having sugar daddies and everything. And you were like, that in as well that people will be against this thing that you can actually relate to it because you've been at the point where you almost entered it. So yeah. like, there are people that will probably not, maybe their own case is just too bad. Or maybe they just don't have the strength anymore. Maybe. So I think, and he said something that time that um, most times we go through some particular things for us to just have a different perspective when we see someone else in that particular situation. So, so I, I feel like what you said was very true. That's why even when I watched this movie, even though I heard it's a true story, I didn't even know it's a true story. This thing that's so interesting. Yeah. And I heard, you know, because I've once been in that kind of situation before, but it's reverse where I'm the guy that's being played here. But when I watched it, I thought it was a movie, but I found out that it's actually a real life story. Real life story. So, when I saw people talking about it, I was like, bruh, like, people don't understand what happens when emotions come into place and these kind of things, when you are need, like, you need something. Now, in that woman's case, what she needed there was love. Yeah, and she exactly. Was, and she was used against her. Yeah. It was three of them. Used against her. All of them. Of them. Really. They just so, wanted love. And that was what, the number of people that what they want just money, and that was, that's what is used against yeah. them. So, like, what, what you said that stuff was very true that sometimes you are put in situations that help you to either relate to when relate to someone else when the person is sharing their own story or know how to empathize with someone else. Exactly. 
There are people I can't condemn now. There are things I cannot even condemn. I can't even dare to condemn because even if I didn't get to do it, <laughs> you thought about it. I thought about it. So the only difference between I and them is just the action. They just sometimes I call it brave. They were brave enough to do it. Sometimes I call it bravery because it's not even, some of those girls don't like what they are doing, but they were brave enough to close their eyes and say, you know what? Them what people say about me. I know why I'm doing this. Maybe because I need to help my mom. Because I've suffered too much and I'm just tired. I know it's not an excuse. But I'm just saying before I judge anybody, who am I even to judge anybody? Or before I even try to say anything, I try to look at it deeply that matching, well, look at it very well. People are going through stuff. So you don't sit back here and be back in and just be talking because you have mouths. But I'm very curious. You yeah. feel when you now made your first millions now. How did your mother feel? Oh my mom. Because I know she would have been like oh, after this whole this whole um you know, the whole God, I love show. my mom so much. Like you just mentioned my mom now, I just feel like sending her money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to Because I'm actually very curious. Like did you did your brother know about it too? Yes. Uh, so oh, like <laughs> long story. My brother that uh, when he had that left school, my least for years, he did not talk to me, they didn't want to have anything to do with me, but very uh, when he saw that I was succeeding, when he saw that, oh, this journey in your heart, you know him he felt that ah, Lagos is too wild for his last sister. Uh, that doesn't really know anything in life. Abba, then she no go there, they go sweep her entire, you know, runs, runs business. Yeah. You know, that was his fear. So, you know, it turned into another thing that, eh, he's not even concluding that that was, that was what I was doing in Lagos. That's the life you want to live, live it, you know? So, for a while, we're not talking, he was not talking to me, we just had the bad blood towards me. But when he started seeing that, when he started seeing my real estate post, seeing me post house, at first he was like, uh, madam, who want to, who do you know that wants to buy a house? He applied this. Yes, he did. One day. Who did better better come come back to school? Uh, after how many years? Ah, I think today, even right now, don't mind my brother. If I like I should have millions, remind me. I should better go back to school. Better come back to school. Be a posting house that's who will buy. Uh -huh. When he started seeing one day he, he, he swept up on my post and encouraged me, saying, I see what you're doing, my sister. Don't worry, keep going. But don't don't forget that you have to go back to school. <laughs> he will always remind me, don't worry. He said, wow. but don't worry. I see what you're doing. I'm really proud of you. You are so strong. And then, I think that was another face of confidence for me. Even my brother that was so tough. Could send me, I cried that day. Send me that message. Because I missed talking to him. I missed us relating. He was not far from me, angry with me. I wasn't comfortable with it. But, well, I had to just move on. I knew that one day he would come to terms with me. So when he did, I was just really happy. And my mom. When I just got my money, the first thing I did was just sent her a chunk of it. Like just take care of yourself. I don't, I don't, mommy, don't buy any house thing. Don't worry, I'll send separate money. Just buy something you need. I don't think my mom has really bought something for herself because of the way she suffered to train us through yeah. school alone, single parent. My dad had died when I was two. So she was suffering for four children, you know? So I just said, mommy, buy yourself that lace, whatever, just buy for yourself she doesn't call for much she she has lived a life of lack for herself that now she doesn't even know how to now buy those things again she's not mm. used to not buying things for herself so she doesn't ask for much so i literally don't even have responsibility i can't say it's my responsibility because my brother still does what he needs to. Yeah. he's the first son so and he's really good at what he's doing he's a very responsible man so he still does all of that my sister too yeah, successful so she's doing her own as forex trader she's successful so so like i really don't have responsibility so most of my money just go back into investment and my 
When you have, when I have, a okay. Boyfriend. <laughs> I was thinking you said you have now. No, like. no, no, no. When I have a boyfriend, it's a to go to my boyfriend. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. So that's basically. It. Oh my god, I think I'm at I'm at a good place right now. I am. So Definitely. I just, I just had to say that, guys. <laughs> so if you're listening and you listen to this point and you're saying, "Oh my god, this is so sad. When will it all end?" Well, it hasn't really gotten there, but I, I think I've passed. I've gone past some stage, like, well, yeah. I've, I've passed, don't worry, I'm fine. I'm at a good place. But in, in, all, in this whole, like, to just conclude this, in this whole journey that you've had, yeah. what are, like, some, you know, some um, key lessons that you can pass on to someone that's probably listening to this? Yeah. What are some things that you would want to say? Because I think I'll soon be in your position very, very soon. I will soon jack back to. <laughs> so, now this is, number one thing I want to say is, you know, when you, no matter how strong this a tree is, if you put a matchup to that tree five times every day, you notice that in less than one to two months, that tree will fall. Something will bulge. No matter how strong it is, something will cut. It will cut off. The knife went down. Keep it at one spot, just to five, one, two, three, four, five every day for the next two months, and let's see what will happen to that tree. That's persistence. The only difference between achieving what wants and the stage where you are is persistence and it's time just keep doing that thing and with time because i never believed in my life that i have a million in my money my account like who, who am i who do you think you are and at this age i'm just 23 i'm going to 24 this year i'm 24 so like Whoever told me that at 24 years old, after dropping out from school, I'll have an opportunity. Is, I mean, I would never have believed it, but first of all, I gave myself a chance. So I think that the first thing is give yourself a chance. I had to doubt myself a lot of times. Imagine, you can talk to somebody, then talk about real estate, but if I didn't give it a try that first time, I wouldn't have gone the second time, the third time, and now there's nobody I can't face, even that good day. I'll tell him about it now that I have to ask him. I'll tell him about real estate and he'll be convinced. Give me one minute or five minutes or whatever time. I'll talk to anybody about properties. That's how good I am because of persistence and consistency. Everybody says this all the time and we think it's overrated. But that's it. That's just, that's just the key. Before I used to say, I beg everything. Motivational speaker class, I just want to say, consistence, persistence. But it's true. I've come to notice that these things are true. We just don't want to be persistent. We want to do small things, not working, you drop it. No. It's with time as you keep hitting that tree. Trust me, one day that tree will cut open or fall down. It's just time. I think that over time is just impatient and we just give up too easily. But please, never give up. It's, it's just NGU. That's just it. I have it boldly written everywhere in my house, on my office table, everywhere. You just say never give up. It's just three words. But if you look into it everywhere to just It'll just be the drive. It'll be the motor that drives your life. Never give up. And then, secondly, stay true to yourself. I never, I, at some point I had to, I wanted to copy other people, but I failed. I wanted to copy people did their thing, their strategy. So some, sometimes I used to like some people who had their calm, reserve, and would just be talking. Hi guys, um, 
Good afternoon. Yeah, my name is uh, okay. I wanted to buy a property. We're succeeding. And we come. At some point, I looked at my own picture. I was like, yeah, girl, you're loud. You're loud. Are you the only person? You are too loud. Was the time I, I was constantly telling myself, you are too loud. Because someone told me online that you are too loud. I started saying, are you sure? Maybe I'm noisy. So I said to them, you are too loud, man. She calm down. So I started doing all this. I stopped even posting. Because I was trying to now be another person. I think person. that about you one time. Yes, I was trying to be another person. So to be honest, I was like, ah, one day I was like, I beg. People love me. This is why I even trended as much of Lagos because people like my craze. So I know not everybody will like me. Some people will be too loud. So they are not for me. Let them go to those other quiet people. I have friends who so don't do like me. They'll be like, ah, Machi, oh, you are trend. I really wish I can be doing this here. Hey guys, hey guys. But they too, their quietness, their melancholy works for them. My sanguine is strong <laughs> and it works for me. So please, just stay true to yourself. There are, there, are, there are things you can pick from somebody, add to your own ball. Let's know the boundary between learning and trying to be another person. And that's just it. That's all I have to say. Persistence, consistence, and sticking to yourself. Well, Omar, if you get it from this episode, I don't think you were listening. I think you were completely deaf throughout this whole episode, to be honest with you. If you didn't get anything, then I don't know. I cannot help you again. <laughs> But like I'm, I'm very, very grateful that we could do this. Yes, we'll still so talk much. more. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very, very grateful we could do this. And I think it's going to be okay. It's not, yeah. your, it's not even my longest episode on the podcast. So it's not. No, my longest episode was like almost two hours, like one hour fifty something and minutes. People listen to it. Oh uh, yeah, actually. Of course. People listen. Oh, when there'll they, be somebody who, who, who yes. wants to enjoy yeah. the story, and your story is something yeah. that people want, want to keep listening to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful, and you know, you've giving everyone words of wisdom that they can carry on to move yes. and i think the last three things that you said try the last one staying true to yourself that one is so difficult because so difficult. sometimes you might be a particular kind of person yeah. and you switch after trying to be like someone else mm-hmm. and it's so funny how you can be like that person for a very long time that now becomes your new reality mm-hmm. i'm in fact trying to get back to being your true self it takes a long time, yeah. level of you being self-aware exactly. again to now the kind of person you are and after staying true to yourself so it's going to be like if someone are going to that point it's going to be very difficult yeah so i think that last thing you said was very true you know when it comes to yes. podcast even in podcast yes. like, funny enough, yeah funny enough in podcasting someone was like when i started because i've never been kind of person that i hate writing scripts i can't sit down writing exactly what should be the first now see yeah. like i've always been the kind of person that was cool with just sit Go down plug it let's start talking that's me so, too when some people like the, the, the time someone was telling me oh just try to write a script i wrote a script that day and the moment i started, re- I started recording i was not even following the script i wrote literally <laughs> the first episode i wanted to release i wrote the foot and i was going to say when i read that i was like ah no boring man. like this is not even me <laughs> so like I, I got better at being able because i was like first of all like when i started this podcast the minute i started it was because i could have compassion with people like this and it's not scripted so like when i'm doing podcasts around that why am i trying to make it scripted yeah. when that has been this way so, when it comes to this podcasting or being a creative as a whole, yeah. it's that and that space where it's always very difficult to yeah. be staying true to what yeah, you like doing or what you want to it's do or difficult. the kind of things that, you know, you have interest in because it might be someone that might be doing it better or by doing it a different yeah. way and it looks like the person is blowing more than you. Exactly. So, you and be like, asking ah, yourself, like, like this. as in, so, 
When it's teaching yourself, so that one is it's very, hard, very bro. important. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, really, it's hard as I pick lessons from people. There are some things you are oh, okay, I like that. Oh, this guy does his videos this way. You can pick, pick, pick good points. Yeah. But try to, try to know where you are drifting from. You. Try I think, I think you can know where you are drifting. Like you, you know, feel, some, you, you will not feel, be comfortable yes, anymore. Yes, you know it, but excuse me. Often I try to lie to ourselves that like, no, 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 no. I think I'm headed there. No, but you can pick points of people like. Oh, I like I like what she's doing. Let me learn this. Pick it. Add my own style. You know, do your thing. Learn, but add it. Make it your style. Mm-hmm. And stick to your style. Somebody out there will love you. And from one person to I don't need the whole entire world to love you. Sometimes just one person. You don't need the entire client. Sometimes just one client that will that will yeah, just... buy billions and your life has changed. And then from that one client, his friend will say, Oh, okay, another friend. See, sometimes let's just. It's not about numbers. It's not about. Because if I want to follow numbers, I know people that have over 7,000 followers on their real estate page. They have not sold before. <laughs> so if I wanted to use that thing to follow my like, ah. So that means they probably made me pay for followers or something. Yeah, exactly. They pay for followers. They buy followers. And then one time I want to keep myself oh, Hey, God. You look at this babe now. Just 7,000 followers. Imagine, you are still stuck at this one. Guys, I'm not even up to it. I don't think my, my page is even up to 500 followers. My um, real estate page. Even my... Personal match of Lagos page since it was hacked, I've been struggling with. But then you see those my 600 followers I have in Match of Lagos. You don't want to know, Bobby, how good they are to me. They're like family. Some of these we have not met them before, but anyway, they see my Dukia post. Since I started working with Dukia, someone will snap the picture of our billboard that's at the cafe and send to me the hi Match of Lagos saw Dukia today. I'm like, I don't even know you. Or some of the celebrities that have something, something point, something K. They, some of them, they, they don't engage on their posts. But if let me post little now, you see people. And I'm happy. I want to grow, but I'm staying true to the fact that I know what works for me. My followers, they like me. And that is not, that's enough for me. So, like, that's just it. Let's pick what you want to pick. Add your style, do your thing. And I feel like the world will be a happy place. That's <laughs> <laughs> just it. Like, nothing more again that, there's nothing more again that can be said on exactly. this. And um, thank you guys. Thank you, Machi, for thank joining us on this episode. You, Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to everyone that listened to this point. Um, yes. The story is very, very interesting, so I don't think you would have gotten by anybody in time. It's not like Please. we're coming to give you Aspire to Benspire here. We're just telling you a story. Yes. So I feel like the episode should be something that you guys will find interesting. And I'm very grateful to everyone. Thank you guys for listening to me and matching yes. to this point. And I will see you guys in my next episode. Bye. <laughs>